Good old circus team. Which, a lot of tough times. A lot of tough times. Like, I'm sitting there getting yelled at by my boss at work, and in my mind, I'm just like... Struggling to think of one time the circus has ever done you right. I was going to say, like, well, I mean, here's the thing. I can't rely on Somewhere Over the Rainbow to be my pick-me-up song anymore. Mom ruined that. Yeah, that's right. I don't think we ever went to the circus all that much. I, I remember once we saw, what, Ringling and Barnum's? Yeah, I went twice. One when I was probably, like, six or seven. And uh, it was before you, so mom and dad were willing to spend some money at the circus. They so. were happy. <laughs> I got, like, the cool, like, handheld globe that had the motorcycle inside that, like, spinned around. Okay. And then we went, like, maybe six years later when I was probably 12 with you. And uh, it was, crazy, so it was a much I, cheaper visit, if I recall. Uh, Well, yeah, I think I was, what, only five then at the time? Five, Something four, like five, that. so, yeah, not that old. I don't remember a whole lot from it. I mean, I remember it being kind of cool. But I don't remember a lot of specific... Like, I don't know why. I feel like the thing that comes out the most is I remember Mom the entire time was just like, I hate it when they make animals dress up like humans. Yeah. That was a really big... That's how I learned what the term pet peeve was. But I remember that eventually just being uttered so many times. Like, yeah, one of Mom's big pet peeves is animals dressed like humans. Oh, yeah, the duck from the from those Fox News bumps. Or the Fox cartoon bumps. Yeah, or any, just any, like, chimps, whenever they put costumes on them. Like, she probably hated Dunstan checks in, and that monkey. Forced her to go anyway. <laughs> well, it was Against all her prejudices. You know what? Sometimes a movie comes out once a generation, you just have to force your parents to see. It was just something that's like, look. Sometimes know. Jason Alexander throws on a wig and plays such a villain that you can't. Culturally, some movies are just going to be cornerstones of, of the pop phenomena for, you know the next ongoing years, and you just got to know about them. Sometimes when you get to see Tim Curry and Jason Alexander team up as bad guys in a movie against an orangutan, you can't help but watch Look, Lion King's not the best movie of all time, but I encourage everybody to go see it. It's a classic, you know? Just like Dunstan checks in. They're on the <laughs> same field, essentially. So, yeah. I don't I don't want any shame in forcing that mother. Like, she's like, please, Jimmy Carter's in town! I need to meet him! Which is so weird. That has forever changed my perception of Jimmy Carter. Because I always thought everyone adored Jimmy Carter. Because mom did. Mom loved the shit out of Jimmy Carter. That's not the public's perception of Jimmy Carter by large. <laughs> History's greatest every, monster. Every, well, everyone else seems to be like, he's a pretty goober president. Like, wasn't very good, one term, nobody really cared for him that much. But if you like, if I went entirely off of mom's perception, I'd be like, oh, he was history's greatest man. You know what no one challenges on, challenges him on is integrity. Even it, even like the most hardcore conservatives, they're like, oh, he was a disaster as a president. Nobody's like, well, he was a lying piece of shit. Yeah, it's no. never been said by anyone. Everyone seems to think like, any, I think the, he was in Simpsons once, and it was like he's at. It's history's greatest monster. <laughs> That's such a great line. He was like, where they can't afford a good presidential statue, so they have to get Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yeah, isn't he? He's like uh, building habitats for humanity or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's always seemed that he's been a good guy, but. Yeah, from mom's perception of him, fed directly down, it always seemed like it was like, oh, Jimmy Carter must have been our greatest president of all time. Not like this schmuck in office now, this fucking sex monster over here, Clinton. That was actually a question posed on Twitter recently. It was like, what is the first major news event that you can remember happening as a child? And I was like, for me, I think it probably is this, the Clinton sex scandal. I, like, I remember that vividly being discussed in school and things like that. I remember you being, don't remember O.J. Simpson at all? I remember, like, I'm aware of it happening, 
but I don't have as many memories of mm-hmm. it because I was still probably a little too young. But like the the Clinton sex, like I remember being at Tom Paul's place. I don't know why I was there for some reason. I think I had to like pick me up and just took like I was there for a little bit. I was playing Duke Nukem 3D on their computer with Tom Paul. And I remember him saying something like, do you think Clinton should be impeached for this? And be like, yeah, probably. It's a pretty shitty thing to do. And I look back, I'm like, who gives a fuck? Getting you D-wet. Yeah, I was like, who who cares? Whatever. I mean, I wouldn't smoke that cigar afterwards. Well, maybe. Yeah. Let me table that discussion for later. But as for right now, no impeachment. But yeah, I remember that happening a lot as a kid. I was born in 82. I'd love to be able to say I remember the Berlin Wall coming down. But uh, I think the first thing I remember is uh, George Bush Sr., Growing up on like the prime minister of Japan because he got like food poisoning at like some embassy dinner. Aww. You know what's a piece of news that I think like, never got, even though he was like the punchline of America for eight years in the entire George presidency, none of people ever referenced the fact that like in his first week in office he was almost taken out by a pretzel. Yeah. Like that whole news story is like George Bush like choke was choking on a pretzel and Secret Service had to save yeah. him, and you're like. Man, how many alternate timelines is there where George Bush doesn't get that pretzel out and it's like Dick Cheney now? Oh my god, how many alternate <laughs> timelines where Dick Cheney just runs the world? It's like the Watchmen where like Nixon's still president in the uh, 80s. Where <laughs> he just kept it going. You're just like, oh man. Someone finally made a deal with Dr. Manhattan and we won Vietnam despite being out of it for 20 years. Alright, so like, you, 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 like there's a portal that leads you to this alternate future where Dick Cheney just got in as president, stayed in as president somehow. But they're like, hey, in this future, there's also hover cars. You're like, well, let me cross over to this timeline real quick. Oh, and Eddie Guerrero's still alive. Hmm. Yeah, you're like, maybe I'll just check out this timeline a little bit. So I don't have to commit to it? Uh, we'll say there's like, um, I, it's, it's like the dragon. It's like a vacation. Where it's like the Dragon Balls. It's, once you go through, no, it takes, I'm about to explain balls. it for you, all right? It was for the nerds who are listening <laughs> that got it at the first. After you go through, it takes a year for it to be like charged up and ready again for you to go back through. So you'd have to like commit to a year over there. Oh, for a year. Mm-hmm. Dad, give it a shot. See what it's like. They're like, wow, a lot more Mexicans in this world than I thought there'd be. Don't know if I'm comfortable with this. <laughs> it's like you're screaming, pull me back in! Oh, God, no! <laughs> so you get over there, and this is what truly terrifies you. You go to Wendy's, and they're like, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger? I'll leave $3, sir. Oh, <gasps> what happened? <gasps> oh, we spent, what, did Skynet get activated earlier than... <laughs> Well, Eddie Guerrero really wanted to launch that new tour of the, his longest reign as world champion of all time. He did it by killing almost all of the cows and pigs. <laughs> Meat is excessively expensive now. I mean, if it is like the Watchmen, Dick Cheney just does the speech like, there is a Superman, and he's on our side. <laughs> that would, I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot, see what this is like. <laughs> see what this is all about. Like, you know, even have like, someone's, like, trying to, like, the... The pizza delivery guy shows up and just gives me one pizza. Like, excuse me, I ordered two. And he's like, not my problem. He tries to, like, walk away and Dr. Manhattan just zooms in and blasts into oblivion. <laughs> it's you like, that seemed extreme. I mean, I would have just another pizza, which you could technically conjure out of nothingness, I think. Are they, they're probably going to stop delivering to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like they're not going to come back now. But, uh, hey, you know, justice still in the end. It's like, is that even justice? <laughs> I feel like it's just... I'll call and complain once I'm pretty sure Dr. Manhattan's out of voice range. I, you know what? I don't know what his voice range is. Does he have a limit, or can he just hear everywhere? I'm very flaky on what the power is set of... Because I didn't Dr. call him about this. He seemed to know about it pretty quickly. He seemed to have, like, a, a, a tab on it, maybe. 
Like, some, he, someone say right Justin. before he leaves, he just looks at me menacingly, like, break your yard. <laughs> <It disappears. laughs> he comes back like 10 minutes later. He's like, I looked, what did I just I looked into the future. You didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went on He's like, this is the 400th time I've done this scenario. You still never raped it. That terrifying power of, like, a superhero who can see the future. He's just like, I see the timelines. You never break your rules. I force forces and light lights or whatever. Whatever Mikhail Rasputin's powers. Yeah. Uh, Do you think, this is an odd thought that popped into my mind. Do you think Superman would be as popular as he is, like, in-universe if he didn't look super handsome and instead he looked like, uh, you know, not to insult me, like he looked like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> he just looked like kind of a gangster. Like a stringy Superman? Like a, uh, yeah, like he's not as buff. He's, you know, he's in great shape. Like, fit as the day is long. But, yeah, doesn't have like that huge physique, but also has like a face that's not really like, like when you're getting saved from a fire, it's not like Ryan Gosling coming in to like pull you out. It's like Steve Buscemi, like, hey, where are you guys in there? I mean, as long as he can still physically. He has all the same powers. But just, he looks like Steve Buscemi. Or my options are no Superman? No, uh, no, it's just saying, do you think he'd be as popular? Do you think people, do you think people would take to an ugly Superman? Is what I'm getting at. Not on Clive Steve Buscemi. Oh god, I hope we can get on his side. You know, it would probably, I feel like maybe get people on his side earlier on. Um, there might be that, contingency of people that's just like, I don't trust him. He's too hot. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been... I mean, I haven't read all the comics. I feel like there's never been an issue of Superman where, like, Lex Luthor was like, he's too hot, America. We can't trust him. It might as well be what the Jesse Eisenberg version was. <laughs> no, his issues were deeper and more complex. Hey, this guy I have no interaction with. He's so dreamy. Let's get him. He's so perfect. <laughs> Man, I wish I could bounce a quarter off that butt. Excuse me, Jesse Eisenberg? I think it'd just be a dress to see like an ugly Superman comes down. It's just like a kid, like a like a girl like on her roof is like her house is being flooded and she's just like, ooh, um, is Wonder Woman coming by or anybody? Black Manta? <laughs> Black Manta's a villain. He's <laughs> only caused this. And can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> can't fly. First and foremost. Can't I don't even know what his powers are. He probably also talks to fish or whatever horseshit we had to give Aquaman. I don't think he has any powers. I think it's all the helmet. Oh, he, but he's just a scientist. I mean, don't Atlanteans have, like, an... He's not an Atlantean, isn't he? I thought no, it was... he's just some black dude that... No, Black Manta, isn't that... He's a scientist. Um, I thought that's uh, Aquaman's brother. No, it's Ocean Master. God, I fucking hate Aquaman's brother. It's so <laughs> yeah. lame. Ocean Master's gonna be the villain in the... Uh, they got... Uh, it's, it's, like, it's like Purple Man. Like, how they had to call him Kilgrave. You can't call him Ocean Master. It's the lamest name in the world. Yeah. There's that, so many that super... That big, like, seashell helmet he has... There's so many superhero characters where you're like, man, that character's name is lame. They can't use that. And that's definitely one of them that hits, like, number one, like, toward the top of the list. It's like, I'm the Ocean Master. I'd kind of like to see the Black Manta helmet done, like, in a movie. Because it, it's the most obtrusive of all I can't, all I can't even imagine, because immediately when I start thinking it, I start thinking of that SpongeBob episode where they had, like, a Manta Ray-themed villain. That and that's pretty, it's exactly yeah, what, that's, like this, what I'm this, immediately this, thinking of with, like, the giant protruding, like, Antenna bobbles and like yeah. those blue spandex, like shoulder chest, like it's like a like an outfit if you made it look scary. You'd be like, oh, this is what a Sith would wear. Yeah, because it's so like gaudy and obtrusive. Yeah, he's just a scientist. He's not. I don't think he has any powers. I think mm-hmm. the helmet gives him the ability to. Did he make the helmet, or is it like yeah. a legendary icon? 
Yeah. And sadly, that's still like the Lex Luthor of <laughs> Aquaman villains. I'm pretty sure there's an Aquaman villain whose helmet is a clam head that opens up. Why? What <laughs> yeah. is the purpose? Does it open up forward? Or does it open up like it's like the top of the head is the clam? Is his head a pearl? <laughs> yeah, like what's that? Like when it opens up, so I get disappointed. I'm like, oh, there's nothing in this? Oh. Clams have to be one of the most disgusting creatures, by the way, right? Have you ever seen like one of those things, like clam eating salt? No. Oh my god. It's, I don't know why. It just seems so gross. It's a pretty me. weird thing. I'd love to like meet the first person that saw a clam and was like, let's eat this. That saw a clam and said, let's eat this after realizing like, oh, this is alive too. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, oh yeah. I, I took this out of the water in a couple of days. It doesn't look as vibrant as it once did. Yeah. Let me, let me try to pull this up. I, I know there's like a shit ton of videos. Yeah. Uh, clam eating salt. Oh, you're going to give me that, aren't you? Oh! They all do now. It's just like the dollar menu. Slowly but surely, it just surely disappeared. Surely, everybody's like, like... without ads. Everybody needs to. Yeah. So, it's just a clam sitting there. Oh, it's so gross to me. Oh! Oh my god, it's just, it's all yeah. like a tongue. Oh! Yeah. It's so gross. It's pretty nice. It's gotta be dried out. Oh, it's I mean, like, they, yeah. they just still want salt. Oh my god. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend one. Oh! It's pretty gross. <laughs> oh god. That it, looks like it, peanut butter though. It gets longer and longer, but like you think, like, I, you have to think, like, the tongue's easily one of the grossest parts of the human body, like, if you, like, look at it. If you ordered that in a restaurant, though, I bet it's still probably expensive than, like, a week of my groceries. Oh, in, in that, well, because nobody wants to eat it, so they have to charge a huge price for people to take it. I guarantee if that tasted like fucking pig and looked normal, everyone would be like, yeah, I'd be all over that. I mean, people eat them. There's plenty of people who eat clams. I don't yeah. know about clams that big. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly how big it has to get, but... Like, no, that's, that's all tongue, essentially, shooting yeah. at that point, swiped across, and like, that's the grossest goddamn thing in the planet. I'm glad Pokemon cleaned it up for me with Shelter, which is essentially just a clam with a giant tongue sticking out, but it's a goofy, fun-looking tongue, and yeah. it's the eyes still. There's a weird range. I don't but... trust things without eyes, is what I'm getting. I would never eat monkey, just because, like, evolutionary-wise, that's just too close. This might be too far. I don't even know what this is. Like, <laughs> yeah, like this is, an, is an, Does this thing even know it's daytime? Like, <laughs> does it have any ability to know it's in the light? Yeah, does it have any concept of what is happening? Or is yeah. it just like, I sent something outside I would like to devour? <laughs> yeah, like, as a vegan, you'd be like, oh, I can't eat that. That's has feelings in the family. Like, no, I don't think so. I don't think it cares about shit. I'm definitely sure it doesn't mourn the loss of its children, if that's what you're worried about. I'm pretty sure it's drying out on that table and still opting to eat pure salt. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. I didn't think they had to eat salt. I don't honestly know much about clams or what their digestive system is. I don't think it's heat. I think they just need it in their system, period. Huh. I think we might be eating might be too high of a function for this animal. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so gross. Like, if that's, if it didn't exist and it landed, like, or if we hadn't discovered it, like, say, clams, for whatever reason, escaped human knowledge for so long, and we just discovered it now, mm. I guarantee there'd be a part of the world that's like, that is an alien. Because nothing else in this plant looks like this fucking thing right here. I mean, I guess you have to, like, put an other If it's riding on a saddle on top of a platypus. <laughs> oh, well, then I'm like, all right, well, that's pretty cute. <laughs> you know what? You know what, actually? The way you get me to be on board with this, you put a couple googly eyes on the top of the shelf. 
I feel like if you do that, I'm all on board with clams all of a sudden. I'm like, no, these things are hilarious. Oh, is the tongue's just licking salt off the table? You're like, I feel like you're not listening to me. Like I know just, you're looking. But <laughs> yeah, the eyes just fade about. <laughs> oh, if it makes noise, then it's, it's, it's an odd deal's off the table. Yeah. Let's butt nuke them. It's like, oh, my God. But you have the most disgusting sound is what you're doing. I need to get this. You know, I'd say, but I fucking love scallops. That's about as low as I'll go on the evolutionary ladder <laughs> to eat scallops. I don't think I've ever had scallops. Oh, it's awesome. Like, scat, well, I should say scallops wrapped in bacon. I don't remember the last time I've had plain scallops. Okay. It's starting to make a little bit more sense. Yeah. So now am I just like, yeah, I'm like, anything wrapped in bacon. It's usually it's okay. okay, yeah. <laughs> at the at the bare minimum. I'm pretty sure I could eat a fart wrapped in bacon. It would taste all right. Yeah, I'd be like, well, the ba- I didn't care for the fart, but that bacon <laughs> was on point. Yeah. Bacon bookended it nicely. Yeah, I'm trying to think with, like, the soft shell crab, I think, is the weirdest thing I ever ate, which was it's essentially you eat the entire crab oh, shell yeah. and all, like it's cooked in a particular way or something like that. And that was probably the grossest thing I ever ate, because it, it was Adam, my friend Adam, uh, gave that to me. He was a huge seafood fan. He used to, like, brag about having, like, squid brains in his freezer and shit like that. And he get he first... Brains? Why would squid even have brains? Squid brains or some, some like, brain, like, awkward thing. That's brain. another weird animal that must have washed up on shore and at some point was like, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, like, ooh. Yeah, but I mean, he was the one who first convinced going to try crab. Take out these bones. Oh. Which I love. And then he's like, yeah, why don't you give soft shell crab a try? And he, like, made it into a sandwich for me. And that was the grossest thing. It, oh, it's really? It's just gross eating something. I don't think I've ever had it. it. It's because you're eating it all at once. If you just eat the whole thing, and it's so gross because it's almost like gummy. Hmm. Like it feels almost like a gummy. Like it has that consistency and like a stretching to it as you're like biting into it. You're like, I don't know why this just feels wrong eating like an entire creature carcass and all, especially a creature that like kind of famously is known for having like a hard shell that you crack open to get to. That like, was the, the lion of the sea at one yeah, point. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it just feels so gross. Yeah, it was not like a tasty endeavor. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never had that. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. It's definitely not my, like, go-to. I'm actually trying to remember how they even make soft-shell crab. Do they have any sweet images of that online? Soft-shell crab. Ooh, sandwich! Adam said he invented it. Yes, you do clean it. You don't, like, just eat it purely, like, fresh out of the water. But, yeah, it's... You basically just, like, fry it, I guess, until it becomes like, kosher enough yeah. to eat the whole thing, and you just eat it, like, legs, claw, everything else. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be a fan of that. Yeah, it's a <laughs> weird one, definitely. I've never done it where I, I've never eaten anything besides crab legs, so. Uh, I, I didn't do it myself, but I definitely took a peek. Yeah, at one point. It was one of the most savage things I ever saw. Adam's family was always extraordinarily nice to me, and I remember one <laughs> summer they were going to a beach house in, Maryland, I think it was Ocean Bay, Maryland, or something like that, or Stone Ocean, Maryland. And they invited me along with them mm-hmm. for, like, a week-long vacation. And extremely nice. And I remember one day, they went to, we all went to, like, a, a crab place. And it was mind-blowing to me. Because I had seen people eat crabs before, but they ordered, I think, like, four trays of crabs for them. Mm-hmm. And this is when Adam's family was loaded. Yeah. And it was... <laughs> it, it, <laughs> You were eating the Twix bar mom sent with you? <laughs> no, I remember I specifically got like a burger or something like that. So I wasn't, it wasn't into crabs yet. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't tried it. 
but I remember specifically Pizza how savage looking it was. Because like <clears throat> normally when you order crab, you've never had it before, they'll give you like a little hammer mm-hmm. and you use that to like break open the shell and start like cracking it. It's like that scene in Friends where like Monica destroys their foosball table and they're like, You didn't even need the crowbar. She's like, Yeah, it was a slow me down. They did that. They basically threw the hammer away. They're like, You don't need this. This is slowing us down and just systematically just tore these crabs apart, gain every last piece of meat out of it. In a in a at a speed of which would seem inhuman. It was like 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 how I imagine like a vegan sees when they see like other people eating meat, where it's just like these savage monsters. What are they doing? Just like carcasses flying everywhere. I remember Adam like taking a big scoop out of like the shell crab meat and be like, "Here, try this." I think that was the first time I had crab. Yeah, I went to college with a lot of people from Maryland, and to like sit across them and just watching them like sucking what little meat you can out of the armpit of the yeah. crab, like. <laughs> Yeah. And then watching them throw, like, Old Bay on lasagna, and it's just like like I'm staring at a Klingon eating its own baby. Like, <laughs> <What> <laughs> you monsters. Oh, man. Although, it's so, it's so it looks horrendous when it's you It's a whole it. thing, but they love it. They fuck... If, if you get into crabs, there's nothing that you find better than crabs. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, you know, staring at it the first time, like, what an alien world this is, but then once you have it, you're like, it's actually pretty sweet. There is something, like, fun just being like... <laughs> yeah. Let me get that last little meat out of your buddy. I'm still, I mean, I did that once, and I was like, this wasn't worth sucking. This wasn't <laughs> worth, like, the Nosferatu sucking on the crab. <laughs> well, you have to be very diligent to make sure you don't look like you're blowing a dude while you're doing Maybe it. Maybe I should do it at a place that's not a $7 all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet. <laughs> you try to go somewhere a little bit more high Because I had to wait in line behind six black people for two hours to get crab legs. <laughs> Eventually, you just had to, like, cut in front of them. Like, the one guy just puts his plate down and starts eating right there. <laughs> He's bought, like, a super soaker filled with lemon juice, like, <laughs> like butter. Oh. oh, well, sir, I do applaud you for thinking. You, you promised you wouldn't do this again. Every time I'm here. Every time. How is this? How do people keep coming here for this? It's the asshole that's sitting in line. I mean, thankfully, I'm next to the egg rolls, but I didn't didn't pay $7 to eat nine egg rolls. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess that's what happened. Yeah, what's the only thing to do, but I'd like some, I'd like some crap. (laughs) Are you going to let the next one go, Pierre? Yeah, that definitely, I feel like crap's one of the most fun things to eat if you really get into it, though. Because it is like a whole experience of just like, "Ah, I'm just going to ravage this thing. Raw! I've never done like a, like those big shrimp, the prawn shrimp. I've never eaten one of those. I I tried shrimp once. Like a peeling just, shrimp I've never done? Yeah. I, I tried, it was already peeled shrimp. And I don't know. There's just something about the texture of, like, that seafood. Like, anything that, like, crunches in my mouth like that, that has, like, a very, like, like strong, like, kind of bite back almost when I bite into it. I'm like, ugh. Just immediately, like, well, like the regular standard shrimp, like one I can just eat and, you know, up until the nub at the end. Those are fine. I've never tried, like, the peel ones or the ones that are almost like mini lobsters. Yeah, well, like, crab meat is, like, really soft. Like, you, once you get into shrimp it... Shrimp most shellfish the, the is one, pretty soft. The, the, one shrimp I, the one shrimp I tried, there was definitely, You shouldn't like, be fighting with shellfish. It wasn't, like, being like, Arr! but it was, like, a bite that didn't, like, immediately... Because crab meat's very squishy once you get into it. Yeah. The shrimp I tried definitely had, like, a little bit of, like, a, a spring to it, I guess. And I was like, oh, just immediately, like, I was like, it just sent shudders up my spine. I was like, can't do this. I'm done. I'm out. I spent a long time... Not eating shrimp, because I remember a, a chick in high school telling me that, um, yeah, the shrimp, they just boil it, and uh, when you bite the shrimp, as you're biting it, it its bowels and everything just empty right there. And it's like... It poops in your mouth. Yeah, but you can't see it, but it's poop. It's shrimp poop right in your mouth. 
And I was like, oh, that's disgusting. And I was like, hey, you know what? It's shrimp poop. It's probably still healthier than most of the things I eat. <laughs> it's all brine and whatever the shrimp eats. Plankton? Yeah, probably. Yeah, brine and shit like that. Like the shrimps. Like, you know what's not in my diet? Papa John's and bottom shelf vodka. So why don't you go yeah. fuck yourself? You want to know what my poop's like? <laughs> Dainty and healthy. <laughs> Consistent. And more than once a week. Yeah. What's yours like? You're like, well... Depends how many apples I've had this week. Week Oh, and if I've been to Hardee's. Weekly and heinous. (laughs) Irregular and powerful. (laughs) Like a hurricane. Like the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) Just, you don't know when it shows up. It's going to cause some problems. But hey, eventually all the Avengers have to get together. And uh, my dump's going to come in one day. (laughs) It's a big coin flip between destroying a town and saving the world. You never know which side it's going to be on. Sometimes I'm doing good work. Sometimes I'm the villain. You want but that's on your that's side, the though. yeah that's the kind of uh, fluctuation we have to deal with in life. Hashtag hero. <laughs> it's you hitting the hashtag. <laughs> yeah, I just I still have that like every so often we'll have that fantasy of like because there's an episode in The Wire, and it's such like a small scene, but it's I think like Bunk and uh, McNulty in uh, the interrogation room, and it's just them eating the shit out of crabs and like with a giant like like a twelve pack of beer. And just cracking open beers. And the two of oh, there's a scene every crabs. season of characters eating crabs. And there's a specific, it's a Baltimore thing. But. Yeah, but specifically it's them in that room with a, like a thing of crabs and a shit ton of beer. Like just kicking back, relaxing. I'm like, that, I don't know why, but that feels like a perfect life. To everything, like that's where I'm like. Everything's wrapped in a ton of whatever, like paper towel or whatever. Because yeah. like once you open it, it just spreads over the entire table. Yeah. You're going to need it to. While I eat this entire animal. But I'm like, there's something so fucking enchanted about that, where I'm like, God, I wish I, like, I want to do that at some point in my life. Just, like, get a good bud, hang out, like, in a room somewhere, just shit ton of crabs, crack open a couple beers, be like just the, fucking kick. I don't know why. Get, like, really strung out, it'll be, like, the last season where I'm Bubbles and you're the fat <laughs> guitarist guy that, like, you're my AA sponsor. I'm Steve Earle or whatever. Talking about the article, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Yo, man, man nailed you. <laughs> man, really got you good. Thanks for the crabs, Mikey. I feel all right tonight. Glad to know you're done blowing dudes for coke. What a life you lived, wink. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You're totally done blowing guys for coke. Wink, wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. (laughs) I'm glad you're feeling better. You've been, uh, you've been hurting for quite some time. Yeah, an infection in my gums, as it would turn out. What is an infection in your gums? Like, what is it? Like, when it gets the nerve got Like, some bacteria or? gets to it or something. You know, I've been overdue for a cleaning because I keep kicking it down the road. And I had one scheduled for, like, two weeks from now. And this thing just flared up big time. And it, like, and it was so bad. You know, I, like, I called in for, like, an emergency visit at my dentist. And, of course, he was on vacation. Like, all right, we'll, we'll get x-rays. You know, if it's a cracked tooth, we'll get you, like, a prescription for a painkiller. Uh, if not, we'll just get you antibiotics. And being so bummed when it wasn't, a, <laughs> when it was just antibiotics, like, oh, this, you know, I'm like practically gargling oral gel at this point. Yeah, it was. The first time I saw something was happening, I came into the basement and it was you just like biting onto your finger. Like, it's all I could do to keep myself from screaming. And this is where me, like, it's suddenly I'm like, I'm transporting myself as five years old, looking at big, strong, tough 12 year old Mikey. Like, he's the strongest boy who ever lived. He's the boy who's strong. The boy. <laughs> it's much as cool time than the Harry Potter one, but you get it. That's what he made me the, the boy who doesn't feel pain. And you're like, oh, it's my toothers. My toothers. I'm sorry, I'm trying to 
close this video up for a bit. Okay, it does exist. Sorry. Yeah, it, it was fucking, <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah, uh, it definitely, you, the way you described it, you're like, yeah, so, uh, while I'm in the car, it's just all I can do to keep myself from screaming. I had to force all food down my throat because none of it was fun. Oof. Every single meal was a, a, a chore, which sucked because we went and I had that, went to that nice restaurant, ch- like very well done chicken and waffles. Uh-huh. And it's still like, it might as well just be like chicken diarrhea. Yeah, you might as well just be in ghoul at this point. This is stuff, like, like, it's just something I'm pushing down. Because it's like I'm the goalie on the worst hockey team in the world as I just try and keep this food off the left side of my mouth while I'm chewing. <laughs> and screaming the whole time. And I had to get up and walk out of that restaurant because I was like, I don't know how much I can control it now. I can't promise. Like, <laughs> the C word's not going to start flying out of my mouth <laughs> if this gets worse. Yeah, it's a couple of days you got called off for it. No. Or at least, uh, you at least called in early, didn't you? Or you just didn't go to the, the gym? You like slept in or something like that yeah. a couple of days? I did that once. There you go, Dad. I mentioned the gym for Mikey instead this week. As you know, sometimes yes. I dabble in gym. <laughs> I partake in a gym. <laughs> Gym-, Gym nauseum. So it was. It was pretty Less bad. Less a solid week. It was a while and pretty bad all the way through. I was curious, what would it be then if like alternatives were presented for like, all right, like ways to get rid of the pain. Like if someone like if the doctor came up to you like, woof, looks pretty bad. How's about I do this one surgery, it'll get rid of the pain, uh, but you are going to lose five inches. Any doctor that starts with how's about, you're <laughs> like, all right, I'll be taking my business elsewhere. They're like, yeah, the only way to fix it permanently is uh, you take five inches off you. When you what if I take my shoes off? My dog's is barking. They are a powder. <laughs> Whew. Lord me. It's just like an old prospector, like from the South or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, my, my, it is a sweltering Mercy. One. Sure is hot today. It was hot yesterday. It'll be, be hot, hot tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, if he's like, yeah, cut five inches off you, we can get Permanently? Yeah. No. That, okay. Oh, well, you know what? If it was that the rest of my life for being... Yeah, it's like that's the only cure they know. What does that put me at? You'd be at 5'11", I think. You're at 6'4 now? Yeah. That's yeah, I would definitely take that. Okay. I would honestly, I'd probably go down to about five eight before I'd really start thinking about <laughs> wow, it. Wow, that's pretty crazy. I because I know how how much you you pride your 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 height. Like if if there was a gift of the magi scenario between us where we both were like getting something for each other, and traded it up. I can imagine like for some reason I got you like a thing that just shows off how tall you are, and then you show up like five nine or whatever. I'm like, walking on my oh. knees like ding ding. ding, ding. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he gave him the thing he loves the most for me. Oh, thanks, Mikey, for the sweet Captain America signed shield. I got you uh, <laughs> this mirror that shows how tall you are. A <laughs> constant reminder. Also, I don't have the right money this week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give up anything personal to me. Except no. the right money, which is going to be real dick. In my that's going to that's gonna be rough. But, hey, we all have to make sacrifices for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it, what price do you put on, like, never being able to enjoy a meal again the rest of your life? That is true. So, I have a couple scenarios here. You have been diagnosed with a uh, sissy tooth syndrome. It's very rare. They're the first known case. They actually get a name after you. We're going to call it gonzo disease. There's no cure for it. At least we got the sissy out there. <laughs> sissy gonzo, I just... But there are sustained treatments that you can do that basically will numb the pain. But it's like it's something you'd have to keep doing for the rest of your life, essentially. Okay. Which of these would you be able to do? So 
First one, your life is regularly narrated Jessica Jones style during any significant events. Like you wake up in the morning and it's like, it's a city that never sleeps, so it certainly sleeps around. With my voice? No, it's like a Jessica Jones, like, we'll say it's, yeah, it's like, it's, it's Kristen Ritter's voice doing it. Or a Kristen Ritter sound like since that we probably don't have that. I'm just going to cut you off at the past. Is it insulting at all? It's not insulting, but it is like, um, Ubiquitous, like it happens. I'm trying to guide my way through this life with this giant banana nose. It happens. Get what I can done. (laughs) Well, that's. It's not to say it wouldn't pop in there like that at points in time. But that it feels like the trap door. (laughs) It's around. It'll like occur around you though. Like so, everybody in like an area around you definitely hears it. So like, but it happens only during like significant moments throughout your day. So it's not like you're just like taking a dump on the toilet and it's like big one out there. They said Hardy had a fat one. Well getting a little bit fatter on the way out. And it's nothing like that. It'd only be like your boss comes up and shits on you. Like, Larry, let's get back to work. You're like, he thinks he's the boss, but sometimes maybe he has no control at all in this place or something like that. And your boss is like, what was that, Larry? <laughs> back to my big-nosed pelican life. <laughs> Even if it's that, yes. Okay. Once uh, again, what price do you put on never being able to enjoy it? That is true. Uh, Three times per day at regular times, you need to stop what you're doing and listen to the Fallout Boy cover of the Ghostbusters theme song out loud. How many times a day? Three times. It'll be like regular. Like imagine like it's taking like a pill. So like you like ten o'clock, like one o'clock, and then like six o'clock. You have to stop what you're doing and almost like you had to immediately like, kind of like pull up your phone, mm-hmm. like boost up the volume, and it's like I'm not afraid, not afraid, do 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 do, not afraid. I forget. Uh, Do you need a reminder of the song, Mike? Yeah, I got it right. I bet you my entire 40s I'd lie to myself and be like, it's not that bad a song. (laughs) You imagine you only have about four years probably. That's like the line where you guys stop talking to me as a family. Like like I just start doing crack. Like like, I can't. Mike, he's just, he's drifted too far. (laughs) He's gone to the dark side. He's defending that Fallout Boys garbage remake. (laughs) Because you probably got about remaking four, quotation yeah, marks. Some would say butchery. Because you have about five, four years, I'd say, before like the song leaves the cultural zeitgeist too, and people are just like, "Wait, what is this?" Like they just stop remembering. Well, it's already gone. <laughs> yeah, but you still have at least people are going to be like, "Oh, is that that Fallout Boy?" Coming? But it's only remembered as a shitty, as the yeah, most that, universally hated part of that. Yeah. Oh, but that's the thing. Like at least people can recognize what it is right now. I feel it's, like five years from now, people will be like, "What the fuck is this? What does god awful version of Fallout like, Ghostbusters?" Like, remember, it's there the was Dan a, Aykroyd blowjob scene of the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. No matter who you are. Everyone hates that montage yeah. that seconds. Fallout Boy fans, I'm pretty sure, are just like, yeah, I'm not even a big fan of it. It was even like the creators knew it sucked, and they're like, let's just squeeze this in let's as quickly as possible. Have another band do a cover of it, I guess, and hopefully that one will be better. Don't worry, we have seven covers of the original Ghostbuster theme on the soundtrack. <laughs> you have anything original on this soundtrack? Yeah, we got this quick little ditty here. That it's happens not, every time Melissa McCarthy gets one ton soup. They're like, yeah. oh, so it plays 29 times in this movie? It plays at the gym a lot. It's uh, five seconds of summer. Something. When girls talk, boys. Yeah. When a girl. It's fucking terrible. But it on the screen, because they didn't put, I don't even know if there is a video where LA Fitness didn't feel like paying for it, but they just show the Ghostbusters logo. Because it's on the soundtrack. Wow. That's pretty lame. Yeah, and it's a terrible song. Yeah, it's like, um, and it, it still might be the Godfather <laughs> compared to the fucking Fallout Boy version. Yeah, 
Uh, that Fallout Boy version is just at least that the Fallout Boy like slowly slides its penis in my ass by sort of sounding like Ghostbusters at first. Yeah, it, it lures you in. So <laughs> that's because imagine you have to play this out loud. So like people around you might be like, okay, Ghostbusters. Like it seems weird to interrupt everything I'm doing to start playing this out loud, but okay. But then it comes in like. I'm not afraid, not afraid. Do, 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 I'm, I'm already afraid. saying yes, but is it a... I'm already saying yes. But okay. Three it, times a day. Is it a set schedule when it comes on? or? Uh, I mean, you... Is it every now and then I wake up and it's like, three it's, times in a row? Like, I have to the, deal with ten minutes of that song? It's the music that alleviates the nerves and makes them not hurt. So, oh, so you, I desperately crave that song. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you need to take it at regular intervals, essentially, to keep the pain from coming back. Like, you know, assumingly, like, hey, you know, if you... You know, it's like an hour, like a scheduled time at 10. You're like, hey, I got some things I need to do. Like, you can wait till 11 or 11.30 and we'll just deal with a little bit of pain until then. But, yeah, like, it's essentially scheduled times that eventually do come up. Oh, yeah. I so mean, you could change your schedule. Eventually, like, if the only build... thing that relieved the pain was some guy slapping his dick across my face, I would long for the second that guy slaps his dick across my face just to get rid of it. So, yeah, eventually I would fully embrace that song. I mean, by the end of it, I'd be like, I get it. Uh... You have to get a tattoo that reads Dude Magnet on your neck, Undertaker Sarah style. Oh, so right across the throat. Right across your throat, basically. That's so long, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be like dude on top, then magnet, but then they might tattoo a little magnet on your like a cock thing, like pull it. So the magnet, if I button up my shirt. <laughs> you could, if you're wearing collared shirts, you could probably hide it from the most part. People might be able to start seeing like the top part of dude underneath, but. You could definitely hide it for the most part. That'd be such a... But anytime you decide to wear a tank top, anytime you decide to wear something without a collar, like walk, the, just walking around the house. The first time I have sex with every chick, it would be great just to get this shot of, of her <laughs> face when she's like, oh, what's that badass tattoo he's got that he never shows off? <laughs> Dude, man. And then the shirt goes off like, oh, wow. You know what? A billion guesses. I wouldn't have picked that. <laughs> It's like Rump Ranger. What's that mean? But at that point, we're already naked, and she's like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna bring." Clearly, it you're into chicks, but what's going on with that? Do you lose the worst bet of all time? You're like, no. For some reason, the needle, like the ink needle, into my throat, like sends a like numbing to my toothers. But look, I have sissy tooth syndrome, Gonzo disease. You may have heard of it. You know, when we were talking about football, and he called it a wide deceiver, I thought maybe something <laughs> was up. That was something a bit off. Maybe this guy's totally queer. When he called it a nickelback, not yeah. realizing there's actually a like the nickelback is a some kind of running That's back position. Thing. Nickelback's like a like one of your running backs is sometimes nickelback. Oh, they have it in pro too. Not as often. It's very rare here. I that. feel like the only time I've ever heard it was yeah. in college. Yeah, every so often you'll hear it. But you're like, so what's is there no dime back? What's going on? <laughs> Usually it's like nickel formation. Uh, but the answer is yes. I would take that. Uh, you have to get a large pet snake that sleeps in your room. It wards off the evil spirits that tap in a into, cage? that tap onto your baby tooth. Uh, your baby in a cage, or it just has it's in a cage. It like, has imagine control like, over the room. No, <laughs> no, it's in a cage, but you do have to feed it. Like, you have to keep it locked. It's, it's, feed it for it, rat. Or... Yeah. Whatever you want to feed it, I don't care. It's, look, you need to learn about snakes on your time because when this snake dies, you either need to get another one or those evil spirits that pick at your teeth at night are going to be at you again. So I'd almost have to keep like a second younger snake as the older snake got old just in case. <laughs> just to be safe. I feel like snakes live a pretty long time. I know, but I don't want it like the couple days it takes me to like, I don't want to be in a desperate position when I'm ordering a snake online. Like, I'll take whatever you got. 
<laughs> well, we got this giant anaconda who whispers gay words. Done and done. Done, 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 done. My teeth. Ouch. <laughs> That's the email I write to. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, yeah. I mean, wait, how big's this thing? It has to be a large thing. Not like anaconda size, but let's say. How like, big's the case? That it, like the cage um, the... I'd say probably like the like the size of our TV, essentially. Like it's a big case. It's not you can't get like a fucking gardener snake and throw it inside. Like it's got to be like a snake with some size to it. Like a five foot square, almost. Yeah. I mean that's obtrude. That, that really takes up a huge spot in my room. It has to be in my room. It has to be in your room. It has to be where you sleep at night. That would be tough. It would take me a long time to be able to sleep with that in my room. Um. Yeah, uh, but still, I don't oh, wow. That was I. Fe- I thought that was gonna be the one that would push you over. You're like, no, definitely not. The sneakers. No, but ask yourself: Is there any price you could put on being able to enjoy a meal again in your life? I mean, isn't there? Could thing- you imagine just like flavor meant nothing to you from now on? Isn't there eventually something you could just like rip the tooth out? Oh, there's. I could do that. <laughs> oh, well, that's why I'm just like wondering. I'm like, but it wasn't the tooth; it was the gums. Oh, then yeah, that's pretty good. Uh. Alright, so I mean if my options are like I could tear out every tooth and have dentures, I'd prefer that over the snake. This is such a juvenile one, but I just love it. Several times per day you have to deeply inhale from a jar of farts. Whose farts they are is unknown, they just come from a company. Hmm. Fresh from the factory? <laughs> Fresh from the like it comes like it's almost Does like, it make a noise when I open it? Yeah, well, every time. It de- <laughs> every time you open it. <laughs> See that sells me out. <laughs> That but you have to you have to put your nose under that and like breathe in like deep like like go in for it a couple times. That almost makes it worth it. <laughs> yeah, every, the sound every like, time you open the jar, like my hair blows back. <laughs> uh, doing this again. I think it'd be funnier. It's like and you have to do it uh, every time you bring a girl back to the place right before you're about to have sex. Like excuse me. Yeah, like one moment. Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'm ready. She's like, I thought you were gonna put on a condom. What is what is this? It's a condom of sorts, essentially. It protects me. Yeah. Gets me safe. Uh so before I have unprotected sex, are there any things I might have to worry about? You seem to have a lot of abnormalities that haunt you. <laughs> no. Just this. Just my jar of fart syndrome. Why is there an eight foot snake? So that seems to have control over your room and does what it wants. He does what he wants, alright? Mr. Wiggles, he has control as he does. Fallout Boy, my snake. Yeah, <laughs> I do love him. Uh, you must shave and keep off all of your body hair. It includes uh, armpits, eyebrows, everything. Like any piece of body hair on you. Can't have any of it. That one's tougher. I'd be a really weird-looking person. Be weird-looking? I'd be powder, which a probably reference you don't even get. I mean, I've heard of powder before. I mean, I guess I would look like a guy on chemo. Yeah. It, you'd look a little bit strange. I feel like it wouldn't be that. Can like, you be... imagine if I just kept getting fatter? And... <laughs> so I don't look like chemo? Oh, God. It's me, white whale. <laughs> it's me. Ain't the I? popular, in quotation marks, DC villain. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, what's the name of that whale from Moby Dick? Like, oh, Mikey's going for a much more obscure reference. I mean, it's the same name. <laughs> did the whale have a name, though? I thought it did. Moby Dick, yeah. <laughs> All right. I feel like there's some other name for Moby Dick that I'm trying to remember, like, hearing as a reference. Eh, whatever. Yeah, but I feel like the annoying part of it would be the constant shaving, though. 
I feel like that would be what would kill me. I don't have a ton of body hair. But you have to constantly... I mean, is it like an inspection? Does someone come no, by but the once long, a week and be like, you hair? But the longer the hair is, like, it, yeah, it's this weird magical scenario almost where, the, like, the more hair you have on your body, the worse the pain is. The only way to completely, like, not have it is to have your body My option is I'd either have to commit to, like, a long-term girlfriend that's willing to, like, shave my back and stuff, <laughs> or spend a lot of money on, like, one of those inspector gadget hands that can reach back there. <laughs> there, you just get waxed. That's pricey still. <laughs> but still you have stressed. Gonzo's disease. You're famous. I'd rather just saddle a girl into it. <laughs> she never ran. Yeah. You're like, look, babe, it was this or jar of farts. She's I'm like, why s- won't you take the jar of farts? You're like, I don't know why I didn't. I'm not smoking hot, but I'm hot enough that uh, if I just found like some train wreck of a chick, she's like, I'm, willing, I'm comfortable with this. There's some chick out there that I'm like her Brad Pitt. Like, oh, oh yeah. my god. She's like, oh, my white whale. Oh, oh. I have to lift up, lift up his buttocks and shave, shave his ass cheeks. <laughs> just sphincter every night. My dream. My, my fantasy. My rich Johnny. His ass cheek, which is all pimply because he comes into his boxers and puts them back on. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I don't know why you'd say that on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, you can only interact with individuals of another race by using your most stereotypical racist voice for them. So, like, you're talking about black person, like, well, hello, Dale. Can I tell them why? Um, you can wear a shirt that says it. That's got a lot of reading going on in that t-shirt. And it's not going to be acceptable at work. It's so, well, here's the thing. You, you work in a call center, well, not a call center, but you, you, you deal with customers over the phone more, more or less, essentially, right? So you don't have to. It doesn't work over the phone. You don't. Have to, you know, like if, even if the person's name is like fucking like Jang Yang. Wow. You know, oh, okay. like, oh, I'd be fired yeah. in a day. I'd be yeah. fired in a day. Well, that yeah, that it doesn't it doesn't work like that. But it's whenever like you like run like you go to McDonald's and the like cashier happens to be like Mexican. You go up and you're like, I think a couple cheeseburgers, senor, and ching. See the passerbys, I don't give a shit. It's uh, well, I mean, I'd stop. Yeah, like I'd stop associating. I'd stop with going into restaurants and ordering. I'd like it would, I would do all You're online just ordering. Point to things. Pick up, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my first date game would be done. <laughs> It'd be over. <laughs> just date white. I would just have to go to like Trump supporter dating forums. <laughs> it's the only way I could possibly get away with it. Uh, you know, as long as I can like clear it with my boss and like people I actually care about, like my black friends, like. Look, our relationship's about to turn a little bit. It's gonna change. I just hope you know. Uh, I only got 30 seconds to explain this. I hope you know that I love you, brother, and I don't think less of you. And uh, look at here, boy. We're going <laughs> to do whatever we can. <laughs> look here. Hold the door. Hold the door. Camp Town Races, sing this song. Do-da. Do-da. Get a job and start smoking crack. Do-da day. Uh, and the last one, I almost wish I shaved jar of farts for last. Uh, the only pants you could ever wear are hot pants. Done. <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> like I said, I wish I had, I forget what mutant it is to like, be able to like, let people feel their pain for a second, but like, if I could tap you on the chin for a second and just like, here's an hour of what this felt like, you'd, you'd be like, oh yeah, done. Hot pants would give them, them over. <laughs> give them, give them right here. I was literally like scrubbing my jaw raw with aura gel. Like, the point where I may have even damaged my, like, gum line. Oh, how wow. much I was spraying it on there. That's and it's just good. a local anesthetic. It's not something you can get really hooked to because it doesn't do anything. But I'm sure it kills a ton of shit that my jaw probably needed to stay alive. Oh, yeah. Probably something. 
of those, what's the one that's the hardest on that? Is it Jessica? Maybe that neck tattoo one. Jessica Jones narration. <laughs> that's not bad. Fallout Boy theme song. Let's see, you didn't make the Jessica Jones ones very insulting. But even if it was super well, insulting all day long, it would still be okay. Oh, if it's a, oh, maybe, what if it's instead of Jessica Jones narration, you just have a Statler and Waldorf that follow you around? <laughs> Every so often had to criticize you. But if you're the only... As long as customers on the phone can't hear it, that's fine. You're the only one they go after. Like, even if, like, I walk up and I'm, like, or fucking, like, Larry from Parks and Rec, where, like, I bend over and just fart, they're just like, looks like you got a giant peck of that, boy! (laughs) Like, even though much worse, like, easier targets are appearing, they just, for some reason, only target And, like, every random time I come up with, like, an okay zinger against them, it it just shows them, like, an alert. Screen like that. they don't even hear. They're like, yeah, like they're like batting like a, a paddle ball back and forth or something like that. <laughs> Makes it's dangerous. that cold dead Muppet stare. We realize that it's those Muppets that they still didn't give eyelids to, so there's not even any blink. They don't blink. Yeah. You're just like, are they even like are they moving? What's happening now? Uh, so the Ghostbusters theme song. That is that one. Yeah, I can do that. Dude, magnet tattoo. That might be the the toughest one. Honestly. Pet, the pet snake. Because I, I feel like, pull up the Undertaker shot. I feel like it, there's no shirt collar that's going to hide that. Uh, I feel like you could. It was it was definitely towards, like, the, I feel like there's a term for this spot. Like, like where the, it's, buttoning shit it's up, like a little like bit where the Adam's it. apple is. Yeah, well, but I think. First of all, and just getting the tattoo over my Adam's apple. I mean, that's, suck. that's, it's got to be one of the most brutal tattoos. To like, outside of getting a tattoo directly into, like, your testicles or something yeah. like that or something along those lines, I feel like there's, there's very little, but. And yeah. I'm not a Bond villain or a super spy, but I feel like this would be, like, the perfect time for someone to surprise me and kill me. Like, oh, I got a needle this close to your fucking, the biggest artery in your body. Yeah, if you're curious what the tattoo I'm talking about is, just type in Undertaker Sarah tattoo, and you can get, like, an uh, image Yeah, you're right, it. it is pretty close to the bottom. Yeah, you can, you can definitely, I can cover that. you can definitely, if you get, if you're wearing, like, a collared shirt, it'll cover up most of it. Probably. I feel like I could make a, a, a ton of money. A tattoo, by the way, which is... videotaping every girl that gets to see that for I mean, if I'm playing, if I'm being smart, I'm just finding one and getting her used to it so she never has to deal with it. Yeah, but it's way funnier to... to just expose every girl to that way. It's like, what is it, dude? Magnet insert here? Why is it, why did you get that? You're like, say it's my tubers. It was for some reason this exact collection of letters in this position that did it. I don't know why. It'd be, it'd be like a good, almost like Sith Lord moment, like, it's the only thing that lets me live. That <laughs> tattoo that says dude magnet? <laughs> That's my Darth Malik, like, kind of like... Do you, at that point, you're like, maybe I should get a bitchy face tattoo to distract people from it? Make <laughs> something to pull it away? They just, like, what happened? Like, I flew too close to the sun. Or, like, you do something wacky with, like, your nipples or something. So, like, when you take off a shirt, a girl's like, what's going on with those nipples? And you're just like, nothing too much there. And you put, like, tassels on them or something <laughs> like that. She's like, that's pretty festive and fun. You're like, good. Keep your eyes away from looking up. Oh, what was that outfit that Rebel Wilson was wearing in that commercial for that whatever show she had on Fox for, like, a hot minute? Oh, uh... Party. It was a bunch of, like, light-up things that, like, pointed to her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of the... I, you know what? It, it would if it worked, that's fine. But I, I do think it's funnier just to see the chicks like first what reaction. Like, oh my god! What Why? So close to the door, it's gonna be hard to like, <laughs> can't get past. I don't know if I can blitz him. Uh, yeah, the pet snake, jar farts, 
shave it off all your body hair. Pet snake as long as I can keep it in the case. That's what if it's? Uh, I mean, it's an odd scenario to throw at you. At the, what if it's like the Voldemort snake, where like you feel like I get it's a person? You? <laughs> well, like I mean, wasn't there a snake in Harry Potter that was like kind of like? Oh, that was you? his crux. Yeah, it was like, like it was. Uh, it seemed to definitely have like a sentience they, beyond just the snake. Wood. What do they call like the magician's pet? The familiar? Oh, familiar. I think. Yeah. Where it's like smarter than a snake. It's yeah. not really. It's yeah, like, like you can person. see it every so often. Like it sometimes it'll like start to like. I mean, as long as it like, works for me, that's to like write. Well, no, like it writes like messages on screen. Like that's watch. Or if it does it where you're like a day late paving the rent and it strangles you in your sleep. You're like, oh, <laughs> let's watch Scream Queens. I'm like, I don't want to watch Scream Queens. You're, like, a couple days late on the rent, and I come out and see the snake, like, slithering down the hallway with a big Christopher-shaped, like, bump in it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm <laughs> You're like, oh. That's so weird. I take that check for the rent's coming? <laughs> Any minute now. <laughs> As I see, like, you manage to get your computer in there, too, so you're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, my Game Boy is in there, like, yeah, I'm good right now. Don't worry, because I just poop near the end, so it goes that way. As I look in the silhouette's clue, like the poop pointing towards the face of the snake, so it's just going to come rolling back through you. I'm like, eh, that'll be later, Christopher's problem. Oh, it's later, Christopher's oh, problem! Oh, it's right now! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely settles it. It's worth it. <laughs> well, there you go. Pull up a YouTube video, CNN History of Comedy. Okay. By the way, let's check. Uh, I have a second date lined up for tonight. Pretty good so far. Uh, really cool. Good sense of humor. But mm-hmm. she's definitely like hinting, like, "Hey, let's let me come back to your place and maybe we can take Scotia for a walk. I can, you know, see your house." It's like you couldn't see my house at the worst time. There's no heat to begin with. <laughs> And there's just that giant fucking, there's so much garbage in the living room. That giant box that didn't make it out last week somehow. Yeah, didn't get out last week, unfortunately. How did it, I swear to every time I go upstairs, I have a mini heart attack because I think it's a person yeah. standing by the door. Very soft, and yeah, I do get that too. I'm like, eh. oh. It's like, how has this not made it outside yet? I keep feeling like, uh... I'm always going to, like, look it up online. I'm like, can I just recycle cardboard? Can I just, like, try to push this into a recycling bin of some kind? Just doesn't happen. Anyway, history of comedy. Is this, do I look for the Larry David one? Uh, trailer. Scroll down. Keep scrolling. Uh, should be the trailer. That one. Keep going down. Yeah. The one with the... The promo? Yep. 15 seconds? Uh, scroll down. There should be one that's, like, a minute. 30 seconds, 31 seconds. Hit the one that's 31 seconds. It is, it's like a commercial. Okay. Just take note of who you see. Robin Williams, okay. George Carlin. Okay. George Lopez, I saw in there. Sam Kenson. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Keegan Michael Key, okay. Uh-oh. Chris Farley. You like could it it be more depressing that you just pick nothing but people that have died? Yeah, I mean it was, it was a lot of dead like I was like, all right, no Seinfeld, no Steve Martin's Chris, still alive. No Chris Rock and yeah. no Steve Martin, no Monty Python guys anywhere. I guess they're trying to keep No it classic like, Saturday Night Live actors that are still alive. And no, there's still plenty. Yeah, like no Bill Murray in there. I mean I guess if you're thinking just comedians, then maybe you wouldn't fit on that. But even then, like, 
Which makes no it, Chappelle, no Richard Pryor. I mean, another one who's dead, but still no Richard Pryor yeah. in that at all. Uh, yeah, all Jeff, dead except Keegan Michael Key, Jordan, and Peele. Yeah, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Um, yeah, Carson. Yeah, and it wasn't really a lot of dead people in that. And it's weird that Keegan Michael Key was the only for the person, history of comedy. Well, yeah, well, I'd almost say like, all right, well, it makes sense to have nobody from current, except you put Keegan Michael Key in there. So I'm like, yeah. does it focus on current? Because it's weird if that was the only person. Like, and I'm not cheating. And I didn't catch be. George Lopez, but if that's, a, that's a, another there, like there was a scratcher. there was a photo like of three people. And he was definitely one of them. Huh. I didn't see. Maybe the other two were like more relevant people right now. But uh-huh. yeah, it is strange to be like, why is he like the only face that I see of like recent, like anything post like 2000 yeah. essentially of comedians. No Dave Chappelle, no, like... It's just uh, kind of a bummer. No Louis C.K. No, nothing. No Chris Rock, no Eddie Murphy. No, Andrew Dice Clay. I mean, there's a ton of people that are still living that you could include in that. And you it felt like you just went to, like, really tearing people's heartstrings for a documentary. It's called The History of Comedy. Yeah. It's like, here's everybody that's died. Yeah, they had, prior to this, the first image I saw was, like, Larry David on the cover of it. So, like, I assumed it was going to be a lot more. I've never seen any of those, and maybe those are much better description, ad for it, but this seems crazy. Like, what are you, this seems so, like, this is such a bummer. Honestly, at the end of it, I was like, well, this was a bummer. I mean, you started it with Robin Williams. Yeah. And I love Robin Williams. Robin Williams should not be the first image. That should almost be maybe like Milton Berle. I don't know how old you'd have to go if you're going. Well, I mean, I don't know if they were trying to do it chronologically, but. I do feel like Robin Williams nowadays is definitely known more as a comedic actor than he was a stand-up comedian. Like, I feel like he definitely... Well, it's a history of comedy, not... Comedy. Yeah, but I, I even then, I still don't feel like he's the most relevant person to put up as, like... Like, if you were to say, like, stand-up comedian, I feel like if, like, name recognition or name association was in there, I don't think he'd be one of the first, like, 20 people I'd mention or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... There's a lot of people that I feel like are quintessential, like, you say their name, you're like, stand-up comedian. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, Louis C.K., like, oh, comedian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that, where like, you can post up a face and be like, and be like, oh, okay. It really feels like trying to, like, tear at your heartstrings, like, boom, first image. This guy that died, tragically. <laughs> oh, does he still have a bunch of old phones in his office? That used to be his thing. <laughs> That he collected, like, old rotary phones? Looks like it. So, this is a, this is a small spoiler. I just wanted to get your thoughts on this, because I heard this the other day. Are you intending to see the movie Split at all? The at some F- point. M- if, it's just, if it's the, the, the M. Night Shyamalan thing at the end, I don't want to see it. If, it, you mean it, if it's, like, the it, big spoiler, like the, oh, I've been dead all along. You don't want, I, I found what the, the twist is, and I'm like, I don't know if I feel like, it seems really stupid. Use your best judgment. Is it worth me waiting to see it? I'll see it probably Redbox at some point. Uh, you know what? Save it because it's, it's getting good enough reviews that it might still be a solid movie, even if it is a lame spoiler. I feel like I shit all I, over I uh, feel like it, The it, Village, and The Village is actually like an okay movie with just a really Well, this twist. doesn't, I don't think this affects your ability to enjoy the content of the movie because the twist is almost unrelated to the movie itself. Is the twist anything to do with... It has nothing to do with who the guy is or the girls or any of them. It has nothing to do with those characters. Okay, go ahead. So, and this spoilers for Split, if you haven't seen it and you don't want anything spoiled whatsoever. The twist is apparently... It's not going to change how I feel about what's-his-name's performance. No, it it shouldn't do anything about that. 
apparently at the end, like, they're watching, like, a news story on this. Like, mm-hmm. it's on TV about this case or whatever that's going on. And you see Bruce Willis. And it turns out this takes place in the Unbreakable universe. Okay, cool. But I'm like, what's, who gives a fuck? They don't, like, it's not like Bruce Willis is like, I gotta go save those girls or something like that. They're like, ooh, a sequel's coming up. It's just like, oh. uh, Maybe it does. Maybe he's the one that, I don't know if what's his name dies at the end of the day. I don't, yeah, I don't know the details on what that, but the dude seems to say, like, no, I didn't seem to do anything. Just like their way of being like, oh shit, it's in the same universe as Unbreakable. And like, cause they say something like, hey, isn't that Mr. Glass guy still out there somewhere or something like that? And that's like credits or something. I was like, if that's building to like. How did Unbreakable end? Is he. Dispatch? No. Samuel Jackson? No, because I remember Mr. Glass like starts walking away and that's when he realized, oh shit, this guy has been behind everything. Oh, is that how it ends? Yeah, yeah like, he starts con- walking away. There's no like final confrontation. Yeah, the two. it's okay. like him, it's like Bruce Willis realizing like, oh shit, all the time this fucking guy has been there perpetuating these accidents, getting me to like come out as a superhero and he's like Samuel Jackson like walking away separately. You know what, if in Split, what's his name? The... The guy that's Jan- James McAvoy's character. character. Yeah, if James McAvoy's character just becomes this guy you hate and fucking gets away with it at the end, but then the last five seconds you just see, uh, you just see Bruce Willis's character and know he exists, even though he's not like I'm coming after you, James McAvoy. He doesn't. Maybe it's not even anything that direct, but you just know he's out there. And you're like, you know what? If there's another movie where super Bruce Willis or whatever that's he is comes I- and settles that guy's hash. That that would be I'd be like that's, that's almost kind of genius and kind of a cheesy superhero kind of yeah way. like that's kind of cool but almost like in a way you're like oh shit you're almost kind of like building your own universe at this point of like super villains that this guy's this Bruce fight. Willis who I mean is pretty much his only power is indestructible he's not like crazy strong no I thought yeah it's essentially like uh, Luke Cage in yeah a way. like just like he can't but not even that things. strong yeah and I don't yeah. even think he's that bulletproof or anything like that and not no I, I mean, resources probably, but just watching him like literally like, like going like, after a guy just yeah where like the idea of like the next movie's gonna be like that kind of like like showdown, a punisher like from a western like the two of them on opposite ends of the street seeing each other yeah like this punisher like guy going after him or something like that that'd be you could say that would be cheesy I'd say I'd, think I'd say go M. Night Shyamalan like if you can do that and it works fine man I'd, that, love, to, I'd love to see it succeed in something kind of That'd Interesting. Be, that would be pretty cool, and that would be a twist. I'd definitely be like, I'm <laughs> but no, Bruce Willis dies in that scene. At yeah, the end of the <laughs> he gets hit by a car. Turns, turns out he's very destructible. Yeah, turns out unbreakable, except for cars, except for he heart gets failure. Crushed by Samuel Jackson in a giant metallic spider. <laughs> they got that one in there. They fit, they fit one spider in there just to make sure he got that in. When asked in an interview if it was Kevin Smith's idea, they said, "Who? It's <laughs> Kevin. What now?" <laughs> The yeah, short black comedian? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, he's fine. He's doing great. He's in two movies this week. <laughs> yeah, I the way I heard it from uh, the guy is that he hasn't heard they like there's been no news on a sequel, and he's like, eh, okay, we're doing one. I don't think it's gonna happen though. So that's why I'm like, so that's why I'm like, what the, what's the point? Like, if there's no follow up to it, why care if it's based on the Unbreakable? But if he's not saying no, then that means there's a possibility. Yeah, but at the same time, and I if he's, he's doing this, then that means there's a possibility. Yeah, but I'm and, and if the rest of Split's a solid movie, if yeah, the that's rest what of I'm Split's hearing. garbage, then fuck that ending. But, but I, if it's a solid movie, like the reviews are saying, they, I would go with it. But if they don't do anything in it, that feels like the most inferior move. I'm like, then why don't you just say it's based in the fucking Godfather universe? And who cares if they don't interact at all? Like if it's just saying, hey, these two things are on the same plane of existence. Like who cares? I can fan fiction them together in my own time if I want. I don't, unless that's like, because you'd assume, it sounds like this movie's going to do okay. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got good reviews. Surprisingly, too. It's coming out during January. You know, that drought yeah, period. it's like a dead period for movies. It'd be so hard for this movie them. not to do okay. It looks like it's all shot in like a pretty small sound area. Like, yeah, I don't think I, I can't imagine they're giving uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan shit. Like, I demand to be played for eight parts because I'm playing eight parts. We're not playing you for this bullshit New York accent. Uh, oh, I think but, he's watch your tits. I think he's 22 different people. It's 22 different personalities or something like that. I thought I heard. Uh, yeah, I think in the trailers they. Uh, number one movie this weekend. Ooh, wow! And Dog's Purpose did better than I thought it would. But uh, yeah, no, it's really? already yeah already Split has killed in box office. It production was nine million uh, for the production budget. I can't imagine advertising. So I feel like higher. Night Shyamalan has to think like if there was a chance this movie did okay, then I'll set the gears in motion to maybe put some. If, if, if nothing ever comes of that, fuck him and everything he's ever stood. For. Yeah, I'm like if nothing comes of it, that's what infuriates me. I'm like, what's the? It seems it's so twist. It seems so cool, but it's an empty twist if it's like they don't do anything with it. If like I got, I don't know. If like you, Terry, and Dad, Alex, and Allie all died in like a car crash tomorrow, I'd be like. And then that movie still doesn't happen. Like, all right, I know my life's work now. It's to kill M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good stop. First of all, let me call, uh, let's see, who would be next? Uh, I guess Joey Larios and let him know he's the new head of House Larios. <laughs> hey, I'm going to sort of join the Night's Watch and relinquish my title. I'm actually just going to kill M. Night Shyamalan. So, yeah, I'm pulling up the end of it here. Uh, the end of, not of Split, the end of, uh, uh, you're right, I do, it's just him laughing, right? I feel like they called me Mr. Glass, huh? Yeah. But then, maybe he does confront him. I I might be thinking of, he does, but he doesn't kill him, which is interesting. Man. I don't know how he gets away with that, like, ridiculous afro. afro in so many, he has such ludicrous hair in so much, so many movies. But he's such a weirdo in the context of the movie. He's too. such a weirdo in almost everything. He's a like, like how many movies are you like? Fifty-year-old black dude that owns a comic book store in a wheelchair with a giant afro. I mean, he walks with a cane, but even with a cane, it's obvious you're so crippled. Yeah. I'm trying to think what movie I'm thinking of. Maybe oh, I'm thinking. I think uh, like Usual Suspects, maybe where it's like they start realizing. Like, oh, shit, that guy was there, and it's already, like, him, like... Oh, when's Kevin Spacey walking out of the... Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. (laughs) For usual suspects, I feel like you have to have known by this point. When you're looking at, like, the cast list, you're like, well, one of these dudes is much more famous than everyone else, and he's playing the most meek and, like, unassuming character the whole time. Although, at the time, I'd say Gabriel Byrne... At the time, definitely. Gabriel Byrne was probably rivaled him with fame. Yeah. That was probably more people's first suspect. Yeah. But now, but now, as you look at it now, and, they and kinda, once you hear Kaiser Soze, and, and if you went with the easy thing, they always kind of made it look like it was going to be Gabriel Burns who was going to be Kaiser Soze. Hey, Chad. Hey, you cripple. <laughs> hey, you cripple <laughs> Negro. Get back here. Like, there's no concern. Everybody's like, oh, let's let that guy go. Did he have the power to, like, relay thoughts to people? I think, or I just think Bruce Willis had some powerful empathy thing. Oh, okay. Because as I said, like, what did he just figure out based on that? I think Bruce Willis has, in Unbreakable, has some kind of like empathy thing where when he touches someone, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's actually a pretty solid movie. I, I think we used to own it for a while on DVD. 
I de- it's one of like the few I can actually remember saying I've like seen almost all of. I feel like I never watched it all the way. It through, took a but... lot of shit because it wasn't six cents. Yeah, and people, and this was also at a time where superhero movies were like still a goofy like niche that people didn't really give a whole lot of respect to. So just the fact that it dealt with like a comic book store and like the whole twist is like, oh, it's just a guy trying to make a superhero. People are like that sounds half corny, mm-hmm. but it's a solid movie all the way around. It's still like a pretty decent twist of like, oh, it's like this fucked up kind of like weirdo of a guy who's essentially committing like atrocities to make a superhero. And he doesn't kill him. Which yeah. if I was Bruce Willis, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to have to kill you. Cause you, cause it's, he killed a lot of people in trying to essentially make Bruce Willis into a superhero. Oh yeah. There's no redeeming you. There's like, what, after what you've done, like, I mean, no, I guess this you're is not the most decent thing I've done is snapping your crippled old neck. Yeah. Like, I guess the, like the, the, like, alleviation. It's like, this guy isn't the Joker. He's not going to get out of Arkham, presumably. Call me Mr. Class. Yeah. It's the, it's, it divides, but I think it works, honestly. It's a little cheesy, but it's a comic, essentially. Kind of Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Led him to limited edition where evidence, <laughs> evidence of three acts of terrorism were found. But maybe they. God, such a great line. He, doesn't he get more crippled as they like interact too? Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I thought wasn't it also almost like he's almost feeding? Yeah, he's now in an institution for the criminally insane. So, yeah, that's. But that'd be cool if like Bruce Willis has just been laying low this entire time, and then he's just been waiting, and he finds out, you know, James McAvoy from Split. And just goes looking for him. That, honestly, what's if, Again, if that's what they're doing, I think that's awesome. If it's not what they're doing, I'm like, why this, did you waste this? This could roll right into Oscar talk, but when you consider, like, how many movies got nominated for the Oscar and how many I saw in theaters last year outside of Reverend, it'd be zero. And how, <laughs> and how many superhero movies I saw in theaters, so obviously I'm skewed yeah. oh, one I'm, way. I'm just absolutely brutal. But I love the idea of Bruce Willis coming after Dave's back. That would seem cool. And if that's like what a sequel is, then I'm all for it. But again, I haven't seen Split and I didn't know, I didn't ask enough questions to the guy to find out like, what well, is like, is James McAvoy even alive at the end of the movie? Like, he just says it's like a news report they're watching and it reveals like, oh, it's in the Unbreakable Universe. Right. I was never like actively voted, like rooting against uh, M. Night Shyamalan. No, I, and I... It was, I was always just like, why don't you take some more time out, man? Flush it out before you, you know, there's no need to squeeze out Devil in the Elevator or like the horseshit one she did. Well, the thing is, like, he's a weird guy. And stop painting yourself in this corner of throwing in these twists that sometimes are so blamed. I mean, I actually don't mind that because even like a doofy twist is still kind of fun if it's really bad. Like, not if the movie's not particularly. Well, the thing is, like, like, because I heard a lot of people say, like, The Village is a great movie until that fucking ending. Because then it kind of fucks I don't know everything up. if it's great. Up. It's good. Well, that's what I've heard. Like, people are like, it's a fine movie until that ending, which just makes everything a lot shittier. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's a twist I feel like you do with that. But, like, a, a twist in, like, um, The Visit. It's a stupid twist. But it's fine. That's but that's good. a great movie overall, up until the twist. Really? The Visit? No, I'm thinking signs. Okay. Sorry, I was sorry, like the. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> forget, forget, forget. I said, I I'm like, thinking signs. I was like, Mikey, the one with the grandparents? No. I didn't see that. I'm thinking Signs. Like, Signs has a shitty twist. Yeah, I mean... Where it's the water, but yeah, it, that's a pretty solid movie. 
That is. A you dumb could say case. more of that might be Mel Gibson and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, but is that who the brother is? Yeah. Wow, I didn't even realize. That. It's a crazy cast, like yeah. those two, and it's Mel- isn't Dakota Fanning in it too? Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty big cast. Yeah. That's a movie I really need to see because I know way more about that movie solely from just watching Scary Movie Two or Three a lot. Mm-hmm. I guess three. Yeah, that's oh, the, it's like the guy that looks like M Night Shyamalan. Like he's so about crushing your wife. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, no, he needs to. He also needs. I'm hoping now, after a lot of his movies bombed, he's gotten a lot less of like he's gotten a little bit more humble because that shit in Lady in the Water was just awful. Right. Well, I, I made it 30 minutes in a Lady in the Water and hated it. And I love Paul Giamatti. I was really hoping I'd be able to sit through that movie, but it just kept getting worse and worse. It's an awful movie where it's like, oh, the, her- the hero of the day is a writer, and like one of the guys who gets killed is like a shitty art critic who just like bitchy and you know, like, pretentious and shit, and it's like, oh, that's, that stinks way too much of, like, a need to almost defend yourself at that point. And all the but commercials were, like, a kid's voice, like, lady in the water. It was like, that looks shitty. Yeah. But honestly, like, even though I didn't see The Visit, I'm almost fine with having movies like that out there, because it's just, like, it's something you almost look at, you're like, this is so stupid and goofy, but whatever, like, I'll have fun with it, I guess. Yeah. So if he's doing stuff like that, then I'm like, I'm fine with it. If you can come out early in your career with something like Sixth Sense, I figure, like, you, there has to be something left in the chamber. Which has what, to be one of Why the, don't you let your battery store up for a little bit? Has to be one of the most defining choices of our generation, right? Like, I'm trying to think of something that, like, rivals it on that level. No, like, Kaiser Sose would be the next best. Kaiser Sose? probably, like, seven years earlier. Maybe, like, Saul being in the room the whole time. Well, that's, I think... Well, I'm not a horror movie guy. Yeah, well, that's... I'm, I'm thinking, like, a twist that has, like, an immediate, like, a, like was a twist that people like that. And the first one would be Citizen Kane with the, the... It was the sled. Yeah, that's not our generation. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of our generation. Um, no, Six Sense by far blows the way. That's yeah. the biggest one. And then before that, I would probably say Unusual Suspects. Uh, when was Unusual Suspects out? Was that... I'm going to go, like, 93. Okay. 92. Um... Greatest movie twists of the 20th century, 21st century. Well, there weren't a lot of movies. Well, 21st would just be 2000 on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best mind screw movies. I guess maybe like, uh, well, Inception, I guess, is maybe one. I don't know if it's really a what twist. Was twist? Well, there's the the thing at the end. It's like, does he ever escape the dream? I guess it's not a twist so much as it's like an open-ended ending. Mm-hmm. Um, Memento, I guess, wasn't there a twist in that? Where it was like the movie yeah. been playing out of order the whole time or something like that? Well, you knew that from the beginning. Okay. The whole thing seemed... Maybe that one would like fall into it. That's a good one. That's a movie I... I don't want to say doesn't get enough credit, but not enough people have seen it like under 30. I don't know. People are saying uh, Inception. Oh no, this is this sorry, this is best mind screwing movies. I heard Shutter Island was decent, but I just didn't give much of a fuck about it. Yeah, I don't know what that one really is. The prestige. Is there a no, that wasn't a twist in Eternal Sunshine. This is a tough one because it's like mind bender movies. Yeah. It's like that. It's, it's a weird term that they're trying to use, I guess, for like quasi twists or just movies that are kind of goofy. So I'm trying to think of like any other like crazy. Um, I guess Fight Club, yeah, that'd be another one. Well, uh, I guess 
That's not our generation. But if you go back with Vader being Luke's father. I'd yeah, that's a little before our time. I'll put Fight Club in that area. And then they have the kind You're right, you know what? Fight Club's not bad. Fight Club's a pretty big one. But then you sit there and immediately go, well, who was driving the car? There's a lot of points if you try to start asking questions. You're like, this doesn't make sense at all. This doesn't make sense at all. Unbreakable. Um, the Tale of Two Sisters. That shouldn't be on here. I don't know what that is. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> is the answer not me? <laughs> Sting. LA Confidential. Does that rank in there? Um, If you didn't read the comic... I think uh, Watchmen, I think, is a great one. Adrian Vett, I did it 15 minutes ago. It is a good one. I don't know if I could say it, though, just because it's, it's so it's, much better to read it. Than yeah, it is it's, and it. I think it's so much more defined as, a, as what it was as a comic book rather than as a movie. Because you get so many more points while reading it that you don't see Adrian that you kind of forget that, like, oh, yeah, this guy's, like, beyond a genius. Yeah, and you forget he's even a character in it for yeah. most of it because he's rarely ever doing about doing anything. The Village. I don't know how that ranks on anybody's list. I've heard nobody enjoy the, the fucking twist from The Village. Mm-hmm. Soil and Green. Oh, that is a pretty big one, I suppose. Oh, the other. I mean, TV-wise, I, I don't... I think the Red Wedding is definitely one of those like holy shit. There's I did not yeah, see anything but like, like this coming. But in that same way, it's also like I did feel you know like, it before you read the book? Yeah, I I known that there was something like that that happened because like a little bit after I started watching Game of Thrones, it got kind of bored. I like went on the Wikipedia. I was like, what happens with some of this? And I remember reading something like you know like Rob Star killed and, and in the book Star they don't kill her, right? No, they do. In the book, yeah, she gets her throat fucking. Oh, wait, who do you mean when her? The wife, uh, Rob Stark's wife. Yeah, they kill her. They kill the shit out of her. No, she lives in the Westerlands. Oh wait, um, Spicer or is she some Westerland family? Yeah, you're right. No, she does. She does because they send her away because they're like it's way in the show. It's, it's just way like, too much. Right in your pregnant stomach. Cacao, it cacao, makes a lot cacao. more sense when you think about it too because they're like no, like you're very openly fucked over Walter Frey by marrying this girl. Why would you bring her along? Why yeah. would you have the affront to everything of your betrayal to him sitting right there? Saw original ending. I agree with that one. That was from what I... I didn't watch the first Saw, but I remember that was like one day I remember Terry coming back in the movie theater and being like, that's crazy. And how many times like you guys are just talking about like, how often do you think that guy was laughing when he's like hearing the, like the two guys being like, hey, what about sawing our legs off? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how he kept his shit together during yeah. that. Reservoir Dogs? Is that one? No, because yeah. you find out like halfway into that. Yeah, I was going to say. What's his name's a cop? Scream? Does Scream rank on there? No. You only had but so many characters in it. Well, there was, but the fact that there were two villains. It's made it twice as creepy. <laughs> and then all these movies I haven't heard before. Twelve Monkeys! Twelve Monkeys. I don't remember the plot of Twelve Monkeys very well. I don't know why I thought it was a movie about Twelve Monkeys. No. <laughs> like throwing poop at each other. There's like very there. few monkeys. In <laughs> I'm like, no monkeys actually. I'll throw you there. heads up. Not that many monkeys. I'm like, what? Murder on the Orient Express. Hmm. While we're talking about movies, can you believe uh, Mel Gibson getting nominated for Best Director? I I thought maybe they'd give Hacksaw or what, Hacksaw Ridge. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, something along those lines. I thought maybe they'd nominate for Best Picture. I was like, there's no way they'll nominate him for Best Director because they don't want to risk the chance of him being able to go up there. 
I mean, I feel like at this point he'd probably be on his best behavior. I feel like I, I haven't watched enough things with him, but I have seen. Oh, actually, that's a good one. I'll mention it. Uh, but I have seen enough that seems to indicate he does seem like he has some level of remorse for what happened. It does seem like he did try to pull himself I back I think he's together. been sober for a while. Yeah, I, I think it's certainly something you can never, like, truly forgive. But, I mean, for the love of God, like, the dude's a shit, like, said some shitty shit to people. But there's so many worse people in Hollywood that still are, like, bull- the fact that Roman Polanski <sighs> Woody Allen still, has, like, like a stepdaughter that says he raped children. Yeah, like... <laughs> Roman Polanski is... At least Roman Polanski is not allowed back in the country. Yeah, it's, but he's still supported by Hollywood. There was that moment at the Oscars oh, they not were too long the, ago where they, they started applauding him. The amount of actors that were like trying to leave, like, come on, let's let him come back in the country and accept like, his Oscar. No. Like, how you right in your face? What are you talking about? And I just read that... That be Goldberg's uh, speech on, like, the talk or what, the, view. the View, where she's like, but was it rape-rape? I thought I heard it was something yeah. where it was she was underage and she might have been unconscious and it was drug drug. That's, that's every fucking that's definition every of rape. Definition. I'm like, I that's the trifecta: underage, <laughs> unconscious, against the will. I understand if you're trying to make the difference of like, well, there's statutory rape and then there's like, you know, but willing. But like even then, it's still like, yeah, she was underage. Also, uh, so not Drunked not, not sober, uh, unconscious, still like, like, like so every. <laughs> Every check underneath, like, that was this rape? It's the Grand Slam of rapes. Like, you hit every... Oh, man, I almost want to call this to the Grand Slam of rapes, but that definitely would not go over well. Uh, got a lot of first dates coming up. They might find me on Facebook. I probably wouldn't share it. Yeah. So that one I might just leave on your wall for a little bit. Oh, uh, all my friends who barely talk to me. You know? I hate it when people are like, I'm going to leave this here and then put something stupid online. I'd be like, I'm just going to leave that there. I'm just going to push this out there. <laughs> Um, tag myself. And then the one I just recently heard was um, Mark Wahlberg. I like completely forgot that there was like a story of him blinding some Vietnamese guy when he was younger, after like insulting him and calling him like a fucking like a gook or something like that. I vaguely remember. Is that before he found God? Or... Yeah, this was before he went to prison for it. Afterwards, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. I have, I forgot. But about it's, that. what's weird is he doesn't. He doesn't seem to apologize for it. Like, there was, like, I, I was reading, like, the Wikipedia. It's a Boston thing. Yeah, well, I didn't read enough. Of it. I, I should find, like, the actual interview. But I, the thing in Wikipedia is I'm, like, being like, do I regret it? Absolutely. But, um, I, you know, I think the only way to really ever get over is to find the guy and apologize to him. Have I done it yet? No. I don't know. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's kind of, you know, slanty-eyed fuck, but. There's no way I could possibly find him. Uh, no, the one on here, though, uh, The Mist from 2007, that is a great twist. I didn't see that. Did you know the movie? It's the one with like they're all like in a Is it like the remake of the fog? Yeah, it's like a big fog's taking over. Say it. Uh it's a really good movie in that they finally like they're like, fuck it, let's just go like there's a uh, Carol from the The Walking Dead at one point. She's like trying to find her kid and she just fuck it. she's like, Fuck it, I'm just going out there and like yeah. walks out in the mist, you don't see her again. Then it's like the main character, I think the girl he's with, they're two kids and then, like two elderly couple. Mm. They're dry. They're like just drive, just drive as far as we can. Like they run out of gas and they start hearing something coming towards them. And the guy's like, "I have a gun. I only have five bullets." So the elderly couple kill themselves. Uh, they kill the kids and then the, like, the his like love interest takes him. He's like, "I'll just take whatever's gonna happen to me." And as like they're coming through, you start seeing it's the army coming through towards where he was coming from. So they just got saved. But he just killed everyone oh, in wow. the car, thinking that the monsters were coming. And you even see Carol on one of the cars, like going towards it. So it's like, oh, she managed to get out too and find wow. her kid. It's 
it's so bleak and depressing, but he's like, God damn, that's a good choice. Where it's just him, like, oh my God, damn, that's so brutal. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's a great one there. Um, yeah, he kills the others, including his eight year old son, and sits in the car for a moment with their body, then stumbles out of the mist, and instead of interdimensional alien, what sits, the shape that looms before him is that of rescue vehicles full of survivors. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty brutal. Um, Orphan. I remember that one. Check it out. Next time, uh, for the next podcast, we should, like, lay down the rules for the Oscar. Thanks. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to settle down. What's uh, that, the end of February? Yeah, February. Um, I don't know. It's honestly. fine, like, you don't have, like, eight screens up on your uh, <laughs> laptop right now. Well, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to, like, go through this list just to make sure there's no others we forget. Just so I don't get, like, a fucking email that's just like, you fuckers forgot Civil War! But that's not a twist. <laughs> it's not that. I mean, it's a twist. It's not that big of a twist. I know Baron... Captain America! Red Skull turned out to be a bad guy. I'm like, I know Baron Zemo's a villain. It's not, it's not spoiling that for me. Oh, you gotta check it out. There's a, a new episode of Venture Brothers or of this season mm-hmm. where they had uh, Jeffrey Wright come on and basically do Dr. Dr. Narcisse as a bad guy. <laughs> Except he's I was tiny like, and has a giant head. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say. He rides around in a tank and calls himself Think Tank. I was like, I mean, doesn't he already kind of a villain? <laughs> but he's still just as preposterous. It's like Babylon. Yeah, it's the the Libyans. Uh, yeah, so I just get into the last one of this then. Seeing if there's any leftovers we forgot on this. But next week we'll, we'll lay out the rules and figure stuff out. Yeah, because we have to figure out what the punishment is too. And if there's any punishment for like the ones individually or just one big one for who doesn't see the most. So I remember that anime check I was telling you about? Yeah. We're done. Aww. But, um, she was just like, if you can't handle me at my Naruto, you don't deserve me at my bleach. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even know what you're talking box. about. <laughs> so. I, uh. It was weird because the, it was, we had the second date. And she's like, hey, what are you up to this weekend? And it was the weekend, you know, we had Shawnee Boy coming into town. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we didn't know exactly when he was coming in or when he was leaving, typical Shawnee Boy. I was like, well, I don't want to make any, you know, I got some family coming in. Um, but, you know, as soon as he leaves, that's great. And she's like, oh, I was really hoping to see you this weekend. I'm like, oh, I might be able to sneak away for lunch. And this is only after a second date. She's like, well, I don't really want you sneaking away. I'd like, you know, to spend some real time with you. I was like, oh, well, I don't think I can do that until family leaves, but I'll let you know. And her response was basically whatever. And uh, we finally started talking again, made like very loose plans to hang out. And uh, I was texting her and she was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Here's the text. I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings eating the mildest wings possible. LOL. I responded, ah, the mildest? Was it off the kids' menu? Her response, ouch, it wasn't. Ah, my response. Sorry, but you did say mildest. Anyway, I've been cooking dinner. Sent her a picture of what I cooked. Wondering just how you're doing this week. This is all me. Her response, sue me for eating mild wings. <laughs> when she gets on this, she's just like, the fist, sue the fuck out of me. Some people don't like their wings spicy. Next text, it feels like you're making fun of me. You're like, I was like, oh, well, <laughs> my response, I forgot about this. Well, then stop ordering baby wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. 
That was definitely, I feel like, a harsh, like, fuck you. And her next response, all right, now you're just being downright mean. I'm not joking. I don't feel like being mean to Bonnie. You never know. Aww. But she said, I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings eating the mildest wings possible, LOL. Wouldn't you assume that you're leaving it open for mockery? I mean, she's leaving it open for the joke. I feel like after, like, three straight barbs of it, you'd, you'd lay off a little bit. Well, I think that's my problem. I, <laughs> I, I definitely feel stop. like... <laughs> I feel like I would have said something like, oh, what, did they just put butter on it or something like that? And then, like, like a teehee after that, and then you move on. It definitely wouldn't keep barbing. I guess she's like, ouch, feels like you're being kind of mean. You're just... I forgot I had that second you one. It's not like, stop ordering baby wings, you whore. <laughs> you just keep coming at her. She's like, so you're telling me about all the fancy dinner you're making, and then you just keep shitting on me for getting wings? I'm sorry, I like mild wings. Why would you point it out, though? I, I mean, I'd make, uh, it's like you'd say a joke, and then maybe be like, so did you, did you order the like mildest wings, or were you just surprised? Or it'd be like the, the how it's mild not like you surprised said you. Eating or... wings, I'm like, is it, or it's not like she said, I'm at, what a Buffalo Wild Wings, eating mild wings. I'm like, just like you like it, you lame bitch. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> but I'm ting. I, I just feel Said like mildest wings possible, LOL. Well, that's that's why I'd say, you, you, again, you go in with a joke, and then you, like, you follow it up with like something to like try to learn more about the situation. Like, oh, so did you order them like that, or did, the, did they surprise you with how mild they were, or something like that? Just to be like, maybe she's trying to like lead it out there, like, I thought I was just getting regular wings, but holy shit, this is mild as fuck. No, there's not, a, there's no accident. She said mildest wings as possible, meaning per her instructions. Well, maybe she takes pride in it then. Ordering baby wings and being a big bitch? <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like if we, if we had women on this show right now, there definitely would be a point of, them being like, oh, you're a monster. Why did you keep coming at her like I that? I mean, as I said it in my head, I forgot I, I put that last one you're like, in there. And like, in your mind, this is like a story about how she flew right off the chain off of one hilarious drab of yours for getting like in the middle. You're like, hey, you dumb cow. Stop ordering baby wings, you dumb bitch. Boom. Bam. Mikey roasted ya. I feel like Louis Gomez. He texted text, text, like, <laughs> like seven fire like emojis. became Louis J. Gomez in this scenario where I just assumed everyone would take my side. <laughs> You're like, I come off like the real hero. Right oh, wait, I forgot about this one part where I call her a dumb cunt. But still, such a silly thing to be like. And technically, at the end of that conversation, we still agreed to have dinner like two nights later. And she just texted me the next day like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. And I just texted, yeah, good luck. You should have texted back. With your baby wing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell your next guy. It's like, Good luck finding a guy. It's not going to take a dump on your face for in the shittiest wings possible. Oh, man. What kind of wings do you like? I don't eat wings. I don't like dealing with the bones. <laughs> they're, too, they're too hot. They're too tight. My twofers. They get stuck in. <laughs> I can bite onto the bone, and I'm, oh, you know what will happen. My twofers. I have to open up my jar of farts in the middle of a restaurant, just breathe deep into it. I thought about this another great story for, like, a, a first date. Um... I went to meet this chick, grab a drink. And uh, we were talking, having a pretty good time. And she said, hey, how about playing pool? Not a good pool player. I was very reluctant. I was like, okay, I'm not good. I haven't played in a while. Um, just like everything, I'm not, you know, a big pot. I'm six foot four. I'm not six foot four of hand-eye coordination, that's for sure. And I'm shooting kind of awkwardly. And she's like, oh, no, that's, you know, you need to shoot lower just, you know, so you get more leverage on the ball. I'm like, okay, and still wasn't getting it right to 
what she was hoping. And she's like, okay, I, I guess I'll show you. And a guy, like, on a first date teaching a girl how to shoot pool is about the most, like, suave thing you can do. It's like, very romantic. Like, like putting you your arms around. You can't get around, or you're like, here, let me help you line up. Yeah, and when you're as tall as me, it's like, you can do it without being creepy. Like, your dick doesn't have to be right in her ass. You can, like, still do it with a little, and still kind of be chivalrous. It's probably how, like, Rogue and fucking Gambit's first date went. Mm-hmm. When it's the girl doing it to you, this girl was... Maybe 5'2". Oh, God. And I'm 6'4". Oh, Jesus. She has to wrap herself around me like an octopus to get her hands anywhere near mine. And while she's doing it and I'm blowing the shot, she's like, this is weird. (laughs) She's just like, all right, gangly weirdo. And I just want to scream at her like, this was your idea. (laughs) What? I didn't say drape yourself around me. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't say fucking... Start trying to tan puppet me. Freak. <laughs> what you should have done at this point. Cause, be a total homo at pool? No. Well, in a way, yes. If you look, had a big time machine, yes. You're that. not winning. You're not going to come out of this looking cool. So this is where you have to play to your strengths. And you start playing this. You start playing, like, your, your good card. You're, like, mm-hmm. the comedian card. Be funny. And just start going in. Just being like, all right, well, if I make this shot, you have to give me your car. Or something like that. And just, like, go with the gayest shot possible. Like, ah! And that's how you have to win her over. But she sat through eight of those shots to get to the <laughs> point where she's physically wrapping herself around me like, could you just try and shoot this like a man just for once? <laughs> that's weird. Like, I know pool's definitely, like, it's always in bars. It has that, like, quintessential kind of, like, manly atmosphere to it. But it's definitely not a sport that if you look like objectively, you're like, what a masculine sport. It's like, no, nah, it's like a sport you, like, walk around with a table and just aim, like, a pool. Like, there's no physicality to it, really. Like, I know there's definitely, like, a physical element to it, but it's not like, it's not like football or, like, uh, you know, MMA where you're like, no, nah, I can see there's a lot of, like, masculine elements to that or something like that. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, oh, you can't throw darts. Like, what a bitch you are. It's like, it's throwing darts. Yeah. Who cares? What elements of, what elements would a man, like, a masculine survival necessary that are incorporated into this game? Nothing about, like, being faster or stronger than your opponent or anything like this that. This is a speech that's just getting you no pussy at all, by the way. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. If you're, well, like, I'm not an ass. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, kicking over a stool. She's just walking me and sinking the eighth ball. I'm like, there's really nothing manly about this. I'm like, really? If we come back to... Bu- Chess is a real man's sport. <laughs> the intellectual man. If we go back to my place and, like, you go back to your place and it's, like, you, like... It's just that score that monkey beating yeah, me. Yeah, that <laughs> monkey with, like, a rook piece in its mouth. Like, beating me <laughs> twice. <laughs> and you're just, like, really... Chess isn't even that good of an intellect. Chinese checkers is a really good... I, regular checkers is a He's really good intellect. He's my loser. I'm his Captain Boomerang 4. <laughs> you're nothing on his list. He demolishes you without even realizing it. You're his Team Rocket. Like, every so often you're a nuisance. And it's like, Team Rocket! Oh, and blast it off. And he's like, all right, back to the rest of the I'll episode. I'll be back! <laughs> I guess you can have my dick lip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say next time. Just say you broke your hand. You can't play pool right now. <laughs> it's against my religion. <laughs> Just start fake being blind immediately. Like, I can't find the pool cue. It has to be around here somewhere. It's like, it's so weird. You've been staring at my tits so excessively. You drove here. Yeah, how did this happen? You're like, you know, it's a mystery. Another great story, uh, a, f- a first date one. It was, um, it was summer. I'd gone running beforehand. Uh, showered came, but I was still, my body temperature was still up, and I'd sweat pretty easily. So, me and this girl showed up to this place for lunch, 
It was like 11.45. They didn't actually open until 12. So we were standing outside, like, beads of sweat already, like, like, pers- like I know drenching down far me too well what you're talking while about. While I'm in a dress shirt. So I said, like, oh, it's kind of hot. Uh, how about we just sit in the car and talk? And she was definitely, like, in her head, it's like, so this is the scenario where you rape me in the parking lot. She was finally like, okay. And she, st- she like, left her door open and, like, sat with her legs still out of the car. <laughs> like, she definitely wasn't down for it. Restaurant opens. We go inside, go for a spot on the deck. And uh, serve is like, any preference? And she says, real loud, someplace with some shade because he gets really hot. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely her, like, that's what I'm taking away from this baby over here. Can't stand it. no look, like a playful kind of smirk. Oh, just dead, like, oh, just a dagger to your heart. Sat down immediately. She's like, by the way, I'm paying for my own meal. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, by the way, I hate the wire. And you're like, oh. She's hitting all the sweet spots. Why are we even dating? Why are we even going on this? Let's just leave. She was pretty hot. Okay. <laughs> you're like, look, I'm going Come on. Maybe this will still work. You can, you're not giving me any signs this is going to work. Mikey, let's have a real moment here. I'm about to pass on to you some brotherly wisdom from younger brother to older brother. They make a spray for antiperspirant. I got some at the house. You spray that shit on your forehead before you go out in summertime. Because I know all too well a fact I discovered doing the most manly sport of all, playing Pokemon Go on my lunch break at work. <laughs> when I'd walk down, like, the fucking river down here and, yeah. like, get to, like, the Front Street Bridge, walk back. Even though I'd only be outside for, like, 45 minutes, I would just be drenched in sweat. Mm-hmm. And everyone would be like, is it, like, sweltering out there? You're like, no, it's pretty mild. I don't know why. I just sweat really easily and really profusely for yeah. some reason. So, yeah, anytime, like, and when I go running, I start doing that now, too, where I'll just spray my forehead with this shit ahead of time. And it doesn't completely alleviate it, but it definitely keeps it from being, like, Otherwise, I look like I'm in a sweat box or something like that, where it's just like, pachoos, pachoos. I look like I'm being, like, I'm being interrogated, like I did something wrong, and the yeah. cops are questioning me. I'm like, well, I don't know. No, no, I was at my mother's on Thursday, see? I, I definitely don't think I, I feel like I was in Boston during the bombing, but, but, but maybe I was. I, I, who knows? I, Big Rocco? Never heard of him. <laughs> Why is his name tattooed under that? <laughs> well, it's a, a different Rocco. I love Rocco's modern life, you know? I get some pain in my teeth every now and then, that's all. <laughs> Yeah, they said this is the only way to alleviate it. Oh, oh, oh I'm out of here. Fuck your baby wings. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Boom. The worst thing I can think of. <laughs> All right. Well, this always scares me. I think that's going to do it for uh, this episode of Super Larry's Post Podcast. Yeah, we'll definitely have like a, an Oscar thing uh, formula boiled down for next week. Yeah. Next week, I think we'll announce our Oscar plans and... Uh, Start working our way through them. And Follow me on Twitter, Michael J. Larry. <laughs> I need them. Please, help me. Help me. Let me break 20. <laughs> you could be the lucky number 20. That's going to do it for Super Larry's Post Podcast, guys. Catch you next time. Let me break 20 and don't be a Soviet hooker bot. <laughs> no, you need those. Don't don't, 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 don't lose your base. <laughs> 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 <laughs>